And welcome to Simon Field on the campus of D.C. Everest Senior High School. I'm Chris Conley, about to say the four best words of the spring. There will be baseball. Get ready for D.C. Everest and Wausau East. Although we are at Simon Field, the home of the Evergreens, East will play as the home team. This game was supposed to be over at East High. Their field is still a little swampy. We will meet the starting lineups and give you the batting orders as we get underway in just a moment. First, let's go out to field level for our national anthem. You know, it's turned into a manageable afternoon, 49 degrees as we get ready for first pitch and the wind is calm and you know what, it's kind of cool outside. Not having a big gusty wind makes a huge difference. Lane Yedis will be the starting pitcher for Walsall East and the Evergreens have their home sophomore debut for Nate Langbin, righty against righty. Again, the Evergreens will hit first because this was supposed to be Walsall East's home game and here's the Evergreens batting order. Leading off at second base, Kyler Soppy. Wyatt Miles will play third. He'll bat second. Chris Wiesman, senior, shortstop, will bat third. Nate Langman, the Everest pitcher, will hit for himself and will bat fourth. Brock Babish is in right field, fifth. Mitch Danielski will DH. He will hit for the first baseman, Caden Kreitlow, and will bat sixth. Catcher Nick Cotter hits seventh. Hayden Davidowski is in left field, batting eighth, and Preston Miller's in center for the Evergreens, batting ninth. Again, for the Evergreens, who will lead off the top of the first inning is the visiting team, Soppy, Miles, Wiesman, Langbin, Babish, Danielski, Cotter, Davidowski, and Preston Miller. Taking his warm-up throws is Lane Yedis, and will set the defense behind him. Yedis is a senior right-hander. Caden Worth is in left for the Lumberjacks. Wyatt Stahl is in center. J.T. Gorski is in right. Oliver Chaharski is the third baseman. Noah Stroming's at shortstop. Colton Abraham plays second base, and Evan Bridgewater is at first. Eli Poggle catches, and Lane Yetis completes the battery for Walsall East, playing as the home team for today's game. Both of these teams have played once this season, and both of these teams have won. The Evergreens were 11-2 winners over Adams' friendship. That game was all the way back on April 1st. So here we are, 19 days later, and we're ready to play game two. The Evergreens did scrimmage last Friday. They were up at Rhinelander. Evergreens played nine innings of baseball inside the Hodag Dome and got to use nine different pitchers. 
so that's probably a useful afternoon of work for the Evergreens from last Friday. Again, you know, what do we know about the Evergreens? Well, they got a lot of kids that would be taking their first varsity starts. But the Evergreens are pitch rich. And you know, if you're going to have one area, I mean, one of the three areas in baseball, pitching, hitting, and defense, if you're going to have only one, you would want pitching. And the Evergreens are rich in that area this year. Kyler Soppy, you're ready to get us going for Tuesday afternoon baseball. These teams will be right back here Thursday for what will be the Evergreens home opener. Righty against righty as we are ready for baseball. Leg kick, first pitch, down low at the knees. That's ball one. Again, we start with a dead calm wind. And the field, while well, the grass is a little more brown than green right now, hasn't quite woken up yet. Edis Ames, pitch number two, and that's down low, two balls and no strikes. Problem over the years for Wausau East is that they have not had enough pitching to be competitive in the Wisconsin Valley Conference, especially those COVID years. That's down low, three balls, no strikes, and I think Soppy is going to make Yidis throw a strike before the bat comes off his shoulder. I mean, during the COVID seasons, most of the games were doubleheaders. Well, two years back, there was no baseball at all. Then doubleheaders, here's the 3-0 pitch, and that is a generous strike that I thought was below the kneecaps. Three and one now. And again, Soppy was indeed going to take until that first strike came, and now it is here, and that one misses outside, ball four. So five pitches to open from Yetis, and four of them are outside the strike zone, and the Evergreens have their leadoff man aboard. Here's Wyatt Miles. Miles hits from the left side. Yeah, you know, I think the grass is going to wake up pretty fast. We may have some rain tomorrow, and then it's going to warm up for Thursday and Friday. I think Thursday is going to be just fine for baseball. First pitch to Wyatt is down low as Edis has to work from the stretch with the runner on first base. Evergreens like to run, and they've got the leadoff man aboard thanks to a walk. Big lead, not going, and that's down low again. Two balls and no strikes. Yedis has been missing low with almost everything. I think another one or two pitches out of the strike zone, and there may be an early visit to the mound. Yeah, during the COVID season last year, almost everything was a doubleheader. That's on the outside corner, strike one. So now Wyatt can swing away. And, you know, if you don't have enough pitching to get through just doubleheader after doubleheader, I mean, you've got, then you've got guys that you don't want pitching that have to throw, and that's just a huge disadvantage that Walsall East had to struggle through. Throw over to first base, Soppy dives back in safely. We are just underway. All of our D.C. Everest games will be podcast this year. Get them in one of three spots. I'll give you all the details on that in just a moment. Pitch here is on the outside corner. That's a strike. Two and two to Wyatt Miles. Looking for contact. Want to move that runner from first. Wyatt steps out for a moment. Now he's in and ready to go. Lane Yeetis checks the runner coming home, and that is just outside ball four so the inning opens with back-to-back walks Chris Wiesman Wiesman opened the season one for two as the Evergreens again started what two and a half weeks ago up at Adams Friendship a road game for the Evergreens didn't have radio coverage of that one. Again, we, we'll have coverage of every game since. 
and the Evergreens, this is going to be a five-game week for D.C. Everest. Wiesman with none out, runners at first and second. He's first ball swinging and skies this one to center field. Moderate depth, calling and catching is why it stall. The runners do not advance. Wiesman sees one pitch and flies out. Here's Nate Langman. Now, a year ago, when we saw Nate Langbin pitch, he was almost always DH'd for, so very little hitting opportunity for Nate Langbin. But Langbin playing against Adam's friendship, how about that? He was three for four. Chance to help himself before he even throws his first pitch here with one out and runners on first and second. Both the runners aboard via walks. Here's the pitch to Langbin off speed and just a little high. Langbin wanted to take a cut at that, held back. Yeah, the Evergreens play today and then Thursday against Walsall East. Down to West Allis on Friday and then two more games on Saturday. Runner going on a pitch that's down low and the lead runner is in from second to third. You know what? While I always appreciate the help. Our Everest schedule just says Thompson Field. You go online, there are 15 Thompson Fields all across Wisconsin. So, you know, I'm going with the team on the bus. But if I was on my own, I mean, I could have driven to the Thompson Field in Manaqua, and the team could have driven to the Thompson Field in Beloit. This ball is fouled off down the first base line, two balls and one strike. All I know is that I will board the lamer's bus with my pillow, put my head down, and they'll wake me up when it's on airtime. So the Evergreens will have a single game. And then because our coaching staff does not trust our team quite yet in a hotel or overnight situation, they'll come back here to Wausau and then an early wake-up call for two games on Saturday. Nate Langman waits the 2-1 pitch. Pitcher steps off. Lane Yedis looks the runner back to first. Evergreens have runners on first and third. And if you follow the Evergreens or you follow these broadcasts, you know that Coach Dave Langman loves the double steal here. So it could be motion on the base pass. 2-1 coming home. No one's going. And that's close but a little low. I believe we're at 3-1 now to Nate Langman. Hitter's spot. Langbin probably has the green light here, looking to drive something. And that is down low, ball four. Bases are loaded with evergreens. There's only one out. And everyone there is via a base on balls. Boy, the walks will kill you. Evergreens want a courtesy runner for their pitcher. That makes sense. Elijah Schmidt will come out to run at first base. Number 16, Elijah Schmidt. So that's Kyler Soppy who's over at third. Wyatt Miles is the runner at second. And Elijah Schmidt runs for Langbin at first. Bases loaded with evergreens and only one out. And again, you know, nothing happens until something happens, but it just feels like the Evergreens' chances for playing in front this afternoon are pretty good. Got a conference at the mound here, and why not? Lane Yedis has had trouble finding the strike zone. You know, you would think that this is an easy enough adjustment, but I know doing it and talking about it are two different things. Yedis has missed low with almost everything that he's thrown. 
He's got to raise that up and find that spot just above the hollow of the knees. And he's been just below, and that just has not been a strike. Brock Babish also hit safely in the Evergreens' first game. He was two for three. And the first pitch pops off the catcher's glove. A passed ball will get the Evergreens a run. That pitch was a little outside, went right off the heel of catcher Eli Poggle's glove, and Kyler Soppy scampers in from third base, and the Evergreens have the first run of the afternoon, one nothing. was joking with Brock Babish, again, two for three, and pitched in that first game. So I said, that beard's not coming off, is it? He said, no, 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 sir. Pitch here, line drive to right center, and it's down. The Evergreens are going to score one more run, two more runs, RBI single. And you know what? Lane Yetis got that pitch up, indeed, got it up a little bit too much. Brock Babish made him pay for it. So Babish swings a hot bat early in the season, even though the, the hitting is coming, what, two and a half weeks apart. Two more runs come in, and the Evergreens lead 3 nothing, and there's still only one out. Babish gets himself two runs batted in. Mitch Danielski, first pitch, pops away from the catcher again. Runner at first does not advance. Babish is the only man aboard, as the Evergreens have three in. Righty to righty, 1-0 pitch. And this is lined over the head of the shortstop and into left center field. Ball's bobbled for a moment, but the lead runner will play it one station at a time. Babish stays at second. Mitch Danielski line drive off his bat. It's the Evergreen second hit of the inning. And here comes Nick Cotter. Cotter's going to be an interesting player for the Evergreens. Here's his senior year. Varsity experience as a catcher a year ago, and I think Nick Cotter's going to hit more this season, too. Legion ball, takes a strike at the knees. One up, runner on first and second. So the Evergreens with three in and looking for more before the Lumberjacks even get a chance to hit. Cotter was 0 for 4, but many more at-bats here. And here's a line drive that's hit into left field. That's down. Evergreen's going to try and score that runner from second. The throw home is offline. The runner is in. Play at third, coming back, and they've got an out on the bases. Catcher Eli Poggle had to come off the plate to play that ball, and the Evergreens were trying to get Mitch Danielski into third base. He is thrown out. So the Evergreens get a run, but also commit the second out of the inning on the bases. It is 4-0 Evergreens. Nick Cotter gets himself his first hit of the season and gets himself a run batted in. Evergreens call for a courtesy runner here. Noah Shemaluski will come out and run at second base. Hayden Davidowski comes in, left-handed batter. He'll hit eighth for the Evergreens. Two outs now, still trying to pick up a man from second with four in in the first inning. That's a little outside, ball one. Just seemed like last year, too. I mean, there's not much to complain about here in this first inning, but the Evergreens last season made a lot of outs on the bases. And in this inning, there's an out on the bases, too. 
That's down low to Hayden Davidowski. Two balls and no strikes. Lane Yedis is not going to go very far in today's game. The pitch count is just sky high getting through this first inning. Waiting on a 2-0 pitch. And that's inside hit him. Hayden Davidowski will go down to first base as a hit batter. Center fielder, number one. Number nine hitter, Preston Miller, to take his turn for the Evergreens. Preston started last year with the JV, got some at-bats towards the end of the season with the varsity, and finds himself as the starting center fielder here. 0 for 2 against Adams' friendship. First ball, swinging ground ball to short. Flipped to second. He'll take it himself. That will bring the inning to a close. The Evergreens send nine to the plate. They benefit from three walks and three hits, and they get four runs in. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning when we come right back. It's D.C. Everest 4, Walsall East nothing. You're listening to Everest Baseball on 939thegame.com, everythingevergreens.com, and wsau.com. Back in a moment. Welcome back to Simon Field, where the Evergreens get four in their half of the first inning, and now Walsall East is coming to bat. I think Walsall East is going to have their work cut out for them against Nate Langbin. Langbin was fabulous as a freshman. The Evergreens did not start him in any conference games last year. But when the Evergreens played out of conference, you know, on the weekends or on Friday, Nate Langbin got a lot of those starts. He was used sparingly as a freshman and gets the green light, he's going to be one of the Evergreens' top pitchers. I mean, the Evergreens between Brock Babish, outstanding lefty, Nate Langbin, who's got lively fastball and good movement, and then Wyatt Miles, who's been pitching for the Evergreens since his freshman year. I mean, that's one, two, three quality pitchers, and that's more than most teams can say. So that's a, a good starting point for the Evergreens here. Caden Worth will lead off for Walsaw East. He's in left field. J.T. Gorski bats second and right. Pitcher Lane Yedis hits for himself and will bat third. Eli Poggle, the catcher, hits fourth. Noah Strumming, the shortstop, will hit fifth. Oliver Traharski's the third baseman, sixth. Wyatt Stahl in center field, seventh. Hitting eighth is the first baseman, Evan Bridgewater. And Colton Abraham is the second baseman batting ninth for the Lumberjacks. So for the home team, Walsaw East in the bottom of the first, Worth, Gorski, Yedis, Poggle, Stroming, Chaharski, Stahl, Bridgewater, and Abraham to face Nate Langbin. Worth is in, and Langbin is ready to go. First pitch of his sophomore season is, uh, boy, if that's going to be a strike, Nate Langbin's going to be unhittable today. That's a little bit low, and it's called strike one. Langman has all the tools to begin with. You would like a true strike zone if you're hitting against him. That is why it's one ball and one strike. Caden Worth must have had a moment after that first pitch. Like, what? How's that going to work? One ball and one strike. Langman, fast worker, took something off there, and Worth is way out in front of a swing and a miss. It's a ball and two strikes. And the Lumberjacks opened their season with a win. 
they played a Saturday game. I think it would have been April 2nd, 3rd, and then a long, long time off. Langman is outside there. It's two balls and two strikes. You know, from his freshman year, Nate Langman was always around the strike zone and always had good velocity. Don't give him free passes. Took something off there. It's a swing and a miss. You know what? Langbin was mostly fastball as a freshman. So, I mean, what are the things that you want to develop as you just progress through your high school career? Develop that second pitch that you can throw for a strike. And Langbin got worth to swing right through something where he pulled a string. One up and one down. Here's J.T. Gorski. First pitch there. There's the express, and that's a strike at the knees. Again, Gorski just took a look back because that is right at the bottom of the strike zone. Again, for Yetis, who is missing low in the first inning, Langbin there, strike two. No balls and two strikes. First pitch was at the low end. Second pitch is on the outside corner. So Langbin seems to be in command of where he wants to spot these pitches. 0-2, just missed outside. Tried to get him to swing at something off the plate. Gorski held up. Lumberjacks hoping for more wins, maybe climb out of the basement of the Valley Conference this year. Time will tell that. 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Checked his swing. Cotter's going to have to throw down to first base, and there it is. Nate Langman has strikeouts on the first two batters that he's faced. Opposing pitcher, Lane Yetis. Yetis throws right, but will hit left. And is taking his time, taking his spot in the batter's box. Like maybe this is duty that he's not looking forward to. Two outs, nobody on. First pitch, strike one. Yeah, I mean, you're up 4 nothing. Evergreen's got four runs. There were three walks and three hits in that first inning. So, I mean, what's the mission here? Just throw strikes. Fill up the strike zone. 0-1. Checked his swing, went too far. Strike two. He just wanted to hold up on that pitch that was down in the dirt. Couldn't hold back. No balls and two strikes. Nate Langbin will bid to strike out the side here. Pitcher in the driver's seat. 0-2 pitch. Got him swinging a miss. The weakest of swings. And Yedis sees just three pitches and heads back to the bench. Nate Langbin does indeed strike out the side in his first inning of work. We'll go to the second. It's D.C. Everest 4, Walsaw East nothing. You're listening to Everest Baseball on 93.9thegame.com. Welcome back to Simon Field, where the top of the second is underway. Again, this was supposed to be Walsall East's home game, so the Evergreens are the visitors. So they're on the bat here in the top of the second. Evergreen sent nine men to the plate, got four runs in the first inning off Lane Yedis. And Yedis walked three of the first four that he saw, so he did himself no favors. 
Kyler Sapi got one of those walks, and he will lead us off here in the top of the second. Turned out to be a nice day. Just high, thin clouds. We got the cloud cover this morning. You know, I'm up super early to do the morning news, and it was overcast. Cloudy morning to start. And then around the time that the sun rises, you know, around 6.30 or so, bingo, sunshine burned through those clouds right away, and we've had a pretty nice day ever since then. You know, if this had been a normal spring, we'd be complaining that it was cold today. All right, Sapi ready to go. Yidis has completed his warm-up pitches, and the top of the second is on. I'm Chris Conley, voice of the Evergreens. My 10th year calling the Everest baseball games. The press box used to be nice and quiet before I came along. First pitch is a strike. So hopefully Lane Yidis probably got the message in the dugout. Don't want to be too fine. Throw strikes. Sapi worked out a walk, and this is a hit into right center field. Line drive right over the second baseman Colton Abraham's head, and everybody seems to be hitting in the early stages for the Evergreens. Sapi's aboard. Wyatt Miles. Wyatt also walked and scored his first time up. Sapi at first base had kind of an adventurous trip around. Got over to second on the walk, stole third base, and came in on a pass ball for the first run of the game. First pitch to Wyatt Miles is away, ball one. Four runs, four hits. The Evergreens have also benefited from three free passes. Runners going here, batter takes, throw down to second, is there in time, underneath the tag, safe. Mm. You know what, Sapi got down the line pretty good there. Sapi stole that base, showing off his speed. Throw was there in time, and Sapi was underneath, safe. And, you know, a lot of times, ball gets there before the runner, runner's going to be out. Not so there. 1-1, and trying to put the bunt down, move the runner to the third, pushed up the third baseline, foul. Ball and two strikes. Should we go to the same old thing that no one can get the bunt down at any level of baseball? From Little League to the majors, bunting is just something that we, we don't do anymore. One and two to Wyatt Miles, and by bunting it foul, he's probably got the green light here to swing away. And that pitch is way outside, pops off the catcher's glove, runner's going to go, and runner's going to advance. Pitch was wild outside, so even though it goes off the catcher's glove, that's a wild pitch. And it moves a runner over to third base with nobody out. Again, Walsall East not doing themselves any favors so far in this one. Two balls and two strikes. East keeps the infield back. So any contact here from Wyatt Miles is going to bring that run in. Now Wyatt's got to realize that. What we're looking for here with a 2-2 count, put the ball in play, you'll get a fifth run in for the Evergreens. Yidis comes set, he's coming home. And that is down low, bounces off the plate, it's a wild pitch, and it will get the run in regardless. So Kyler Sapi got on with a single, stole second, advanced to third on a wild pitch, and then comes home on a wild pitch. He is the fifth run across for the Evergreens. 
Meanwhile, Wyatt Miles is going to see at least one more pitch. The count has gone full to him. Nobody's throwing in the East bullpen. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, East only has, what, three other players there on the bench. So if they decide that Lane Yetis has gone far enough, the next pitcher may be in the field somewhere right now. 3-2 pitch coming to Wyatt Miles. Righty to lefty, fouled off the plate. Now held by the catcher, and Wyatt Miles is struck out. First out of the inning. Here's Chris Wiesman. Shortstop. Chris saw only one pitch in his first at-bat. First ball swinging, skied out to center field. Bases are empty with one out and another run in for the Evergreens. Five-nothing trees over Lumberjacks. Off speed. Looked like a pretty good pitch. I guess judged a little bit outside. Ball one. And Edis is a pitcher who right now kind of needs a break. That one was kind of close. Didn't go his way. 1-0 pitch. This is a fly ball to right field. And Wiesman has popped out in both of his at-bats. J.T. Gorski makes the catch for the second out. Here's Nate Langbin. Pitcher, Nate Langbin. So Langbin's off to as good a start as you could imagine. He walked. Courtesy run four, and that came around to score two in the first inning. And struck out the first three batters he faced when he was on the hill. Two outs and none on for Nate Langbin. Leg kick. Yetis took a little something off. Breaks in for strike one to Nate Langbin. Nate surrounded by family at Simon Field. A little bit low. One ball and one strike. Dad Greg Langbin. You know, I didn't really know Nate's dad until last season. And, of course, Nate Langbin has been coaching independent baseball, minor league baseball for years. Pitches down low, two balls and one strike. And has kind of retired from that. And, of course, because he can't help himself, he's got to be around baseball. He's here with the Evergreens. And you can just tell he's got a really, really nice demeanor for developing players. You just tell the guys that, that can connect with players and bring them along. That sure looks like Greg Langbin. There's a swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes. And then if we need to play good cop, bad cop, <laughs> there's Nate's Uncle Dave. Waiting on a 2-2 pitch, two outs and nobody on. Nate Langbin from Yedis. And there's a ground ball to third, bobbled, and Oliver Chaharski can't come up with it. Third baseman error to keep the inning coming. Nate Langbin reaches and will be pinch run for. Hit right at the third baseman and should have brought the inning to an end. Elijah Schmidt to courtesy run. Brock Babish, line drive, came off his bat first time up. Get a chance to hit again. I can remember when Greg Langbin's dad, Dale, was here. Used to keep the scorebook for the Evergreens forever and ever. And I know he's going to listen to these podcasts, too. Pitches outside, ball one to Brock Babish. Talked about following Greg Langbin, his son, around in the minor leagues during the summer. Spent some time with the Binghamton Mets. I know the B-Mets. One ball, no strikes. Low ball swinging and fouled off down the first baseline. One and one to Brock Babish. 
You know the story about the Binghamton Mets? When their ballpark was brand new, they got rained out for their first three games. One, two, three games. They're trying to get the first game in at their brand new ballpark. And on the fourth day, thousands of worms came up through the infield and the field was unplayable. Three rainouts and a worm out for the Binghamton New York Mets, which I believe was the highest level of baseball that Greg Langman played, I believe. But again, his dad, Dale, who tells great baseball stories when he was up here in the, uh, in the booth keeping the uh, scorebook, says you know, during the summer, they'd go out and, and, and follow their kid playing minor league baseball. That's great. 1-1 one, one pitch here to Brock Babish. Got the runner picked off there. Yeah, picked him off. Elijah was leaning there and was picked off at first base to bring the inning to a close. The Evergreens add one more. We're going to go to the bottom of the second inning, and the new score is D.C. Everest 5, Wausau East nothing. You're listening to Everest Baseball Podcast on 93.9thegame.com and everythingevergreens.com. Bottom of the second is on, and Walsall East sends four, five, and six in their batting order to face Nate Langman. I'm Chris Conley. It's our first D.C. Everest broadcast of the year, and we're glad that you're listening in. Eli Poggle, senior catcher, ready to hit against the sophomore, Nate Langman. Looking off to my right, got some Walsall East fans that are in the bleachers here at Simon Field. I mean, it looks like um, it is windbreaker weather, right? If you're just sitting outside in this, it's a little bit chilly. So jacket or a hoodie. And we have Everest fans up the third base line. Lawn chairs are out. And here's Eli Poggle. Poggle is probably the biggest kid on the Warsaw East team. I mean, he just looks like the cleanup batter. He's catching. Taller, broad-shouldered kid. Poggle, I believe, is a three-year starter. I remember him from his sophomore year, senior now. First pitch from Nate Langman, took something off, and it's inside, ball one. Langman a three-up, three-down first with three strikeouts. And Langman all season, he's going to be a high strikeout pitcher. Fastball there, a little high, two balls and one strike. Beg your pardon, 2-0, 2-0 here. Right back here at Simon Field Thursday, and it's supposed to be warmer than today. Langman there is up high, 3-0. Then down to, we've decided, Wapan will be the site of our games on Friday. The Evergreens, I believe, are playing a team from Beloit. It's an eight-team round-robin tournament. There's a strike from Langman, three balls and one strike. Poggle took a step towards first like he thought that was inside. And then I'm not sure who the Evergreens will be matching up. It depends on who wins and who loses for games two and three, which will be played on Saturday. We'll have them all posted here. Three-one pitch, swing and a miss. Three balls and two strikes. 
This would be something nice to see from Nate Langman. He fell behind 3-0. Everest sophomore has battled back to 3-2. Let's see if he can get Eli Poggle. Show some resiliency here. Sets, big leg kick, coming home, swing and a miss. Got him to go after a pitch that was ball four. And that's a fourth strikeout for Nate Langman. Shortstop, 17. Noah yeah, I mean, what are the things that you're looking for from a younger pitcher too? Fall behind and keep battling. It's a 5 nothing ball game here. No need for free passes. Here's Noah Stroming. Strumming also seems like he's been around the East program forever. He's a three-sport athlete. Football, basketball, baseball here takes strike one. Strumming's the starting shortstop for the Lumberjacks. 0-1 pitch. Just off the outside corner. Here the catcher's glove pop there. One ball and one strike. I wonder if we could put what to the... Is it still called a jugs gun or a radar gun? Whatever the heck it is. I'd love to know what Nate Langman is bringing. Change speeds there. Stroming is way out in front and fouls it off into the screen. A ball and two strikes. So the sophomore right-handed pitcher puts himself in the driver's seat ahead. Pitcher's spot here, one and two. Leg kick, coming home, fastball, chases the high cheese just above the letters. It's hard to lay off, but that pitch is a ball. And instead, Noah Stroming, you know, no one at the high school level is going to catch up with that fastball when you work him up the ladder like that. That's five strikeouts in a row for Nate Langbin. And here's Oliver Chaharski who hits with two outs and nobody on, righty to righty. Chaharski's kind of a shorter kid, so this will be a little bit of a tighter strike zone. And yeah, that would be a strike to someone of normal stature. Ball one, a little bit high. You know, Langbin's just plowing through this Walsaw East lineup. There's the fastball. Chaharski barely catches up with it and fouls it to the screen. One and one. You know, I don't think for the Lumberjacks, when we play again on Thursday, it gets any easier. They'll probably get Brock Babish, so they'll have a hard-throwing and experienced left-hander that they'll be trying to hit against. That's down low, two balls and one strike. But, I mean, that's the way the Evergreens are going to set up this year. The Evergreens will throw a quality pitcher at every in-conference opponent. I don't know what the Evergreens are going to have once we get outside of that. This pitch a little inside. It's 2-2 two and two now to Oliver Chaharski. Two outs and no one on as we play the bottom of the second. Langbin's leg kick coming home. Swing and a miss. There's strike three. And Nate Langbin starts his afternoon by striking out the first six batters that he's faced. We'll go to the top of the third. D.C. Everest coming up with a 5-0 lead. This is Everest Baseball on 93.9thegame.com.